everyone. We are back with our final episode of the Faversham Community Church podcast with our first season, Help Us to Pray. I've really enjoyed doing this series and just hearing from people in the church about how they pray and help giving Faye and I some tips on how we can pray ourselves and hopefully grow our own prayer life. Yeah, it's been really great to chat to a lot of different people from the church, get their different perspectives on prayer. Um, and we've actually got some fantastic guests to conclude this series today. I'm very excited to be picking the brains of Alan and Trix this evening. Hi there, um, good to be here. Oh, it's so good yeah, to, great have to have you. Well, we've got some just a few questions for you this evening, which we think will be really great to get your ideas and to share with the rest of the church with Lou and myself. So if you're ready to just dive in, who taught you how to pray? Right. Well, um, I'll go first. Obviously, as, as a, uh, a young child, uh, my mother used to make me say prayers next to my bed. Um, that, that was just basically because she told me to and not because I had any conviction. My conviction for prayer obviously came when I was uh, converted and uh, just uh, is what Jesus has called us to do um, in uh, Luke 11, I think it is, with the Lord's Prayer. And uh, yeah, obviously, um, just from experience of speaking to different people, we've uh, expanded on that. But that is where my first lesson for um, praying came into being. Uh, well, we were made to pray when we were children. We used to kneel by our bed and, and pray. But apart from that, nobody's really taught or, or explained. And I also grew up in, a, in a, a Dutch Reformed church, which was very, very strict uh, in terms of nobody said boo or ba. So nobody, I don't ever remember hearing even adults pray out loud. Even at Sunday school, I know we sang and we had to learn verses, but we were never, I don't ever remember being taught to pray or to pray. So it's just, it's something that's come since I've been in an evangelical church and just heard other people pray and re realise the necessity of it and try to grow from there. So it's something that's developed as a journey for you guys. Which has been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that and I, I love the idea just something I kind of heard through what both of you said in some ways is we're taught to pray by other people um, and by hearing the community but also Jesus leads us to pray. Absolutely it's just following the instruction or the biblical instruction. Praying alone or praying together or praying in a big group with others, which kind of situation do you prefer? Trix and I uh, pray together every night. Um, it's, it's, it's the last thing we do um, yeah, before we get into bed. Uh, we, we have our time of prayer together. Um, I'm not particularly fond of praying in big groups, um, mainly because other people seem to be able to um themselves um, and, and I, I, I'm a, just a man of a few simple words. Yes, that's uh, basically it. As I explained to you, coming from a, a very stern and strict church where nobody said anything, to this day, I mean, I've been, um, I was uh, baptised um, oh, when I was about 20, so, of, you know, many, many years. 
But even so, it's been slow in coming. And to this day, I really, really do not like praying out aloud in a group or anywhere. But obviously, I've done it. In a house group, it's easy because it's only a small group. Um, I know the people very well. And if I start stuttering and stumbling and saying something stupid, they know me. We struggle with that. We really, really struggle with it. Although we really love to hear other people praying. So that's where we are, really. I think we, we all have different ways of praying. And it, it doesn't mean that your prayer is any less effective or any less meaningful. We can sometimes judge ourselves, can't we, on like, well, I don't do this yet, as if it was a hierarchy. And actually, God's after the heart, isn't he? You're right. I mean, the, the times that I have prayed out, prayed out loud, afterwards, I've thought to myself, Oh, you've just made such a fool of you've just spoken the biggest load of rubbish out. But my heart was in it. Mm. The Lord did it. Mm. Did you have to learn to pray together? Was it or did it just come really easily? Oh, no. no, no, no. Um it, it just became a natural thing for us to do. Yeah, I mean, we are together. We've been together for a long time. And yeah, obviously when you're together for this long, we know how each other thinks. We know, yeah, there's not much that goes on that we don't know what the other's thinking. Um, so it, it was just a natural progression. And we've been doing that, well... Many years. <laughs> for more years than I care to remember. <laughs> I think that's so lovely, the fact that there is room to pray in a whole manner of different ways and all are as equally as valuable and different for everybody. I think that's so that's something that I, I take a lot of courage from. Regardless of how we choose to pray, how can you have hope that prayers will be answered? Our prayers have been answered. We've seen lots of examples of, of answered prayers. So um, we don't have a hope that they're going to be answered we know they're going to be answered um, at some time, somewhere, because that is, again, um, what the Lord has promised us. So, uh, again, it's just from experience of, of seeing um, prayer answered and of having the peace of the Lord with us in difficult times. It's just something we know. It's Sometimes experience gives us that hope and that perseverance, doesn't it, to keep praying when, when prayers maybe aren't answered as quickly as we wanted it to be or in the way that we wanted it to be. But also it is just knowing the word of God and knowing what he's promised and trusting in what he's promised, even when the wait is long. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, we know the Lord hears our prayers um, and he does everything in his timing. The most important thing is prayers of thanks. Thank you when you hear of um, other people's problems, other people's illness. You just sometimes, when you go to bed at night, you just, oh, thank you, Lord, that we've got a roof over our heads and we've got food or we've recovered from such and such an illness. So there's a lot for us to say to the Lord. And, you know, it, it's not just shopping lists, you know, can we have this? Can you do that? Can you heal this? We've got, you've got to give thanks as well. And mm. we find that important to give thanks. Mm. Talking about um, giving thanks then, you said like thankfulness is, a, is the best response. What's the best uh, answered way of answered, best response to answered prayer maybe that you've seen or that you feel it is appropriate? Woo-woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, um, as Trick says, it's... Yeah. 
just you know, um, giving thanks, um, accepting the, the the gifts that the Lord has given you, um, but and, and and just praising um, and and being being thankful, and also testifying to others, um, even non Christians, about what the Lord has done, healing or whatever. I've had that opportunity where I've been ill, I've been very ill, and I've received healing. And I do share that with non-Christians, you know. So I think that's the type of response that uh, you need to tell others. Amazing. One of the things that we actually talked about with Arthur was the joy of prayer. And that, I think, is in your your responses in thanks and in telling other people that something captures something of the joy of answered prayer as well, um, which is amazing. It's so encouraging to hear um, stories of answered prayer. I think that's such a wonderful thing to, to share. So that's a I always forget to tell people about answered prayer as well. I don't know if it, for anybody listening, but often I prayer is answered and then I just kind of forget to mention it. But it's such an encouragement to other people, isn't it, as well? Is there anything that helps you to pray? Um, no, um, I, I can't say there is. Uh, I just know that we've got to pray. And as you say, there is a joy in praying, because it's a communication. It's a drawing near uh, uh, to God and tuning in, if that's the correct word. So I wouldn't say anything helps me to pray. We just know that we've got to do it. And then when situations arise that need prayer at that time, we then pray. Sometimes, sorry to... No, go for it. Sometimes... Um, if we've just come back from the doctor, and I'm talking about health because that's been a big issue of late, but there have been times, A, when I've had to go into hospital or doctor for important tests or come out with results, we pray in the car. We need to ask the Lord to be in this, and, yeah, we do. We've often prayed in the car. As I say, especially health-wise, that's happened a lot. And, And so going in for an important test or getting a result for an important test... We know that it helps to um, speak to the Lord about it and um, I'd ask him for healing or for an answer to our, to our prayer. Or, or the peace to face exist. something difficult, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's kind of a, a need in life to slow down, maybe? And as Alan said, tune in. That I think sometimes we could easily rush into something like a, a doctor's appointment and, and not think about God. But actually that it sounds like you've developed a, a rhythm or as, as Pete was talking about, or a practice of, no, we slow down and we put God before all things. Yeah, um, it, 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 you're, you're quite right. It, it's definitely, um, so yes, that might be the way that, to answer your question about helping to pray. <laughs> it, it helps us to slow down, to tune in. Um, to um, not rush in. It's been really, really lovely to chat with you. Thank you for being part of our podcast. I've loved that we've tried to sort of maybe pick some people. I know you say you don't like praying out loud, but maybe pick some people who we don't always see at the front of church. And actually, I really feel edified and as if I've, I really feel like I've learned from people just different ways of praying, especially when, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I could get stuck and it's, it's really helpful to hear what other people's stories of faith, stories of, of answered prayer. So thank you so much for joining us. You're, right, You're very welcome. Uh, and if I can just um, add another point, is 
that we always seem amazed when we see answers to prayer. Um, and, and we shouldn't. We should be uh, expecting it um, because we see answers to prayer regularly, um, not necessarily in the way that we've prayed them or we expect to see them. But we see things um, that are definitely answers to prayer. And, and you know, we shouldn't be surprised when we do. I love that. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Both of you for your interest and speaking to us. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Thanks, Bye. Bless you. Bye. That was really, really inspiring. And I know, yeah, Trick said, you know, that there might not be much, but actually, I just love hearing from people. and, And I love hearing from Alan and Tricks, actually. I think they're very inspiring couple to to listen to and to talk with and I'm sure there was a lot more wisdom than we had time for (laughs) yeah no I got the feeling yeah I'd love to sit down for I'm much we have to do a Alan and Trick special one day (laughs) absolutely absolutely I I was looking up something on prayer and I thought this was quite interesting and, and having spoken to the different people I've loved hearing different ways that people pray and that we are all different like different things inspire us to pray and I found this actually by someone local who I know called um, Lyndall she talks about thinking of prayer and people's styles like a beach so um, I wonder maybe you can see which one you think you are Faye. Okay. okay. <laughs> so there's four different personalities there's the sunbathers who are the people who like to prayer is restful and reflective they like to absorb in who God is and they need time and space for prayer then there's the surfers they don't want to sit around they are the kind of people that will find God in the world around them and, and want to experience him through their senses And then you've got the ice cream sellers. I mean, I don't care which one I am. I just want to be near the ice cream seller personally. (laughs) But they're the people, um, obviously, who organise food. So they are the ones who kind of all have lists and journals and will know things and, and have know people's needs and that kind of thing and be praying into that. And then lastly, there's the snorkelers. Uh, which are the ones who want to dive down deep into God, uh, maybe pray from the Bible and, and that kind of thing. And I thought that was quite interesting, just thinking of those four different ways in which people might pray. I don't know if yeah. one stands out to you. It does. <laughs> well, I think there's a part of the, which is something that I think, yeah, Alan and Trix kind of touched on earlier. Is there are so many different ways you can pray, um, you know, whether you are, you know, you talk out loud or you talk quietly but so there's obviously bits of aspects of prayer and all of that but yeah there is one the, um, the surfer <laughs> exactly I'm a bit of a scatty prayer um but I think that's okay what about mm. you what was where do you identify with that I mean I'm a sunbather in general life and I think there's part of me that does that for me that's really freeing because I actually feel really guilty that I'm not the person that has the lists and the journal and you know works through a list of people and knows what to pray for because I always think that's the way you're meant to pray and uh, actually it's really nice so I think somewhere between the sunbather and the snorkeler is probably me but I think there's probably an element of me in all of them and probably the same for you so yeah 
I, I loved what Alan said just at the end of that, that he sort of popped in with one extra bit. And that was about expecting God to answer prayers. Yeah. Yeah, there's no uncertainty when approaching, you know, one of our questions was having hope for answered prayer, but actually maybe it should have been, how do we, or I don't know, something along the lines of knowing mm. prayer is going to be answered. Mm. Yeah, no, it was such a, yeah, that certainty, affirmation, no, I, you know, no discrepancy in the fact that this prayer will be answered. I think yeah. that was, yeah, yeah, such a great reminder yeah it's definitely I think like a mindset shift isn't it to to believe actually God will answer this because that's who he is yeah I just I just was really inspired by that I think I need to think on that a bit more I think that will change the way I pray quite significantly so I, I just wanted to end really with I think it was really a mixture of what Alan and Trix said and and I thought it was quite a helpful little phrase that we are to tune in give thanks and testify and I really think that's a a takeaway for us at the end of this month of prayer that we've had with church um, that we've hopefully learned to tune in that we give thanks and we testify to to the answered prayer it's been really good to to do these this short series hope that the church that are listening have enjoyed it yeah, thank you all for yeah for everyone who has listened and for everyone who has contributed to this little series. We really thank you, and we hope that it's been an inspiration or an information for you in some capacity. All there's left is to say goodbye, and we'll see what happens with the podcast soon. Bye. Yeah. Bye.